I just remembered just now that I had a dream last night that I was uh, trying to do a Dalek voice. I was like playing with someone and I was like doing a Dalek voice and I was getting really self-conscious because I thought it sounded really bad and not like a Dalek. Um, I will try here. All right, here goes. Oh, was it doc, just feel? Doc, 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 give me the news. I got a bad case of loving who? No pills gonna cure my ill. I got a bad case of loving. <laughs> I yeah, think this is just like my dream. Even more, even more stilted. Ah, uh, this is just like my dream. It's coming true. Um, Dalek. <gasps> No, I'm not. I'm not trying to. That was the intro. Okay, welcome to a bad case of loving who, a podcast that isn't just about DNA or a name. It's about what we do, and we haven't done enough until we do this episode. I'm Thomas Medina, and joining me, he learned to think like a Dalek a long time ago. It's Christopher Stennett. Hello. Yep, that's me. Yeah, think like a Dalek, kill like a Dalek. Yeah, that's my game. <laughs> Ah, oh, here we go. Okay, this episode resolution, the first New Year's Day episode. Oh well actually, well the that's oh, not yeah. true, is it? Because there was um the end of time uh part oh, two. two was the first New Year's Day episode. This that's is the first time that they're This is the first time they're replacing the Christmas episode with the New Year's New Year's Day episode. And yeah. Um, appropriately called Resolution, written by Chris Chibnall, directed by Jamie Childs and Wayne Yip. I was surprised to see two directors there. I'm not sure how that went, but um, interesting. Uh, IMDb synopsis goes like this. As the new year begins, a terrifying evil is stirring from across the centuries of Earth's history. As the Doctor, Ryan, Graham and Yaz return home, will they be able to overcome the threat to planet Earth? Well, will they? Good um, question. Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe not. So yeah, probably not. I mean, yeah. I'd like to start with um, with kind of what the um Tardis team are doing at the start of this episode. The Tardis fam. Um, Again, I noticed that fam hasn't fam hasn't like um. Been set in stone, still like fam, <laughs> gang, team, whatever the doctor feels like. Yeah, it feels like a few times she's like gone, she's said them all and then landed on fam. It's like, yeah, fam, fam. But then the next time she yeah. still has to say them all. <laughs> uh, we really got to lock one in. <clears throat> We're doing. <laughs> Um, but they're, so they're visiting the, the the fam or whatever are visiting all these New Year's days in the TARDIS. Like just, I guess yes. it's like when you do, I guess I can relate to that. And sometimes you do like a, um, on YouTube often you'll do kind of like a binge watch of all these kind of, uh, related things, um, that you stumble upon, like you stumble upon one, uh, um well let's get strange and specific one reaction video to a force awakens trailer and you're like i want to watch lots of reaction videos to the force awakens trailer and you just watch lots of them in a row 
Um, does that make sense? <laughs> it does make sense. Um, and because it made so much sense, I made a resolution like three years ago to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, not sure dangerous. if it was a resolution or just a middle of the year decide to stop doing it. <laughs> yeah. It gets even more dangerous when YouTube learns that you're susceptible to that and your front YouTube homepage is just covered in stuff that you really want to click on like that. Um, dangerous. Anyway, that's what the, they're doing. They're visiting all the New Year's days, enjoying them. Um, and I just found that a bit of a strange... I mean, it makes sense for the day they, they release the episode, but it doesn't actually connect with the episode. Like, it's just a funny setup for the episode. It doesn't really relate to the Dalek who's coming or anything. Um, the, the episode in general doesn't focus on the New Year's Day much. Yeah, it's just kind of background. It, yeah. Well, is there really one New Year's Day tradition that you have that happens every new year's day um no me i, I don't think i really have one no yeah, uh, do you it's more christmas but you definitely yeah. sit down with family lunch or set up a tree or that sort of thing but with new year's day it's just well whatever it's just yeah like maybe check out fireworks and maybe watch them on tv or something but um that's if that's i can be bothered staying up to midnight yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah so that is interesting time. yeah <laughs> uh, a good early night on new year's eve is pretty enjoyable um uh yeah so i guess uh, i guess some of the christmas episodes have been like that too though that they're just kind of background christmas and then we'll do an episode but funny that they even like called it resolution and it's like well that wasn't really the story probably the one thing from new year's that is sort of a tradition that a lot of people make resolutions mm, yeah um did they make any resolutions in this episode there was like a witty line about resolutions or something wasn't there from the Noctar. Um, I think the biggest thing in this episode is Ryan's day coming back and mm. he's made a resolution to make better choices, I think. Ah, uh, very so good point. So that's yes. where I feel the main year's resolution is. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right now you mention it. that That's the resolution plot there with Ryan's dad, which... um. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. I guess we um, we were slightly expecting that. There's been a lot of talk about Ryan's dad over the season. Um, the unavailable dad. Mm-hmm. And that all kind of got wrapped up quite neatly in quite a kind of uh, unsurprising way. But um, I enjoyed that. Did you like that little plot? I did. Um. I will say, though, I thought it was more for the season rather than the episode. Mm, yeah. Yeah, it kind of, uh, it was only good because it connected lots to to what we've seen before, hey? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I definitely 
So we did need that after the season. Hmm. How lucky and convenient was that? Um. Well, how convenient are uh, microwave ovens in general? Pretty convenient, but this one was yeah, extremely. <laughs> I'm like, where do you get one? A microwave <laughs> and an oven that can stop a dark? Yeah. Like, I'm sold. Just give me 10. That's right. Why didn't, yeah, I mean, that is a poor design weakness for Daleks. We gotta, we gotta get some Daleks that are not susceptible to microwave ovens. <clears throat> um, <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, speaking of the Dalek, let's get to the Dalek a bit. Um, which mm. so they build up. We've from... a... we've skipped quite a bit. Oh, can I go back? Uh, yeah, yeah. I was going to the like very start of the Dalek stuff. Is there anything else? Are we gonna talk about the kiss? Um, I. I guess I wasn't going there, no. Uh, so, yeah, let's talk about those two characters. Let's talk about, well, yeah, those two characters <laughs> in general with the book ending sort of at the mm. start. What did you think of that? The sort of um, yep. of the, like, previous battle, what was it, like, millennium ago? Yeah, something like that. Um... Yeah, it was all pretty cool. A lot more scale than we've seen for the whole season. That was like a, an epic yeah. uh, kind of scale. Um, yeah, what did you think of it? Reminded me a lot of the um, the um, last episode with the little thing about the creators of stuff doing their bit. Mm, yep. Yep. You know what's um, weird? Is it reminded? This is a bit, this is a bit odd and specific, but it reminded me of um, <clears throat> uh, that last Transformers movie, not Bumblebee, but I think it was the fifth one called Last Night or something. I didn't actually see the movie, but I saw the trailer several times, and it had like this King Arthur thing, and it reminded me of that. <laughs> it was very um, middle age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now I feel okay. like I've brought our podcast down a few notches having brought up Transformers the last night. Um, yeah. But there you go. Did you ever see that movie? No, I didn't, but I feel we're getting off topic. <laughs> but the problem is I want to talk about Bumblebee. <laughs> Well, I haven't seen Bumblebee, um, so... Neither have I, but I want to sit. I'm not okay. going to sit. <laughs> um, yep, great. So, Doctor Who, um, and yeah, they take the three, you know, mysterious objects to the different parts of the world, and we've got our two characters digging one up on New Year's Day. How unfortunate. Yes. Um, and I like how they initially spent spent a few a good few minutes um making these two characters likable for us, these new characters for the episode. They, they, I actually um, can 
Yeah, um, go for it. them onside very quickly. Yeah, I realized very quickly that I was like worried about whether they uh, died or whatever, um, which is good. Um, we remember and... their names because they always struggle with names. Oh, this is like this is like the ending of Midnight when when they're like, oh, what was their name? Um, yeah, awkward. Nah, no idea. Lynn, <laughs> Lynn and Mitch. Sure, let's go with Lynn and Mitch. Um, something. <laughs> Let's go with it, I say. All right, so Lynn and Mitch. <laughs> um, yeah, they uncover this raw Dalek. Well, <laughs> this um, naked Dalek, um, which um, I they really made the the tentacly Dalek. Uh, Really scary again, I thought. Yeah, bigger and more tentacly than the other um, unaged Daleks. What do you call them? Yeah. Exposed Daleks or what? I don't know. Yeah, just um, unarmored Dalek is, it's all a bit funny. Um, But yeah, Yeah, I think it was the most scary I found the Daleks in in quite some years, because um, that was a really just at that time because you didn't know it was a Dalek. Yeah, yeah, it it's such a scary big creature. What? Well, and that's a funny thing about um, I don't know how they <laughs> promoted this episode because um, like they didn't mention the Daleks in in the trailers, so they were like trying to keep it hidden. Which is cool, but then the trailers also like hinted so much towards Dalek without mentioning it that it was kind of like, um, a lot of people I think were expecting a Dalek anyway. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm going so many movie references today, but uh, it reminds me <laughs> of um, it has just uh, been with movies all coming so. <laughs> Um, I assume you saw Star Trek Into Darkness. <clears throat> I remember it well, but I have seen it. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, well, for any listeners, I'm just going to spoil it lightly now. But basically, they advertise that as like, um, who is Benedict Cumberbatch? I don't know, he's the villain, but what villain is he? And they never mentioned... Um, <clears throat> They never mentioned Khan, who he was, but um, everyone was basically like, well, he's probably Khan, so it'll be slightly disappointing if he just turns out to be Khan, um, even though they've been not mentioning Khan. And I feel like this episode was a little bit like that. It was a bit like, well, it's probably a Dalek, so it's going to be slightly unsurprising if it's a Dalek. But I still, I appreciate them trying to keep a secret. Mm. Um, so yes, very scary. And the con the, the thought about it swimming, like in that kind of dark yeah. water, it was just kind of terrifying. 
I'm afraid of water anyway, but now I'm even more so. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And I love that. Yeah, that was a pretty cool little twist there I enjoyed where it's like it it could have got in the water. It could be anywhere. But then it was actually just on her back. Um, like Donna Noble, there's something on your back. And that was pretty creepy. Was very, um, Donna Noble reminding episode in a way. Is, um, oh, yeah. Do you see that shot of the Mitch and Len leaving? With the very where it's one side of the street and one side of the street and they're in the corner. There oh, are yes, yes. the shots they used in um Partners in Crime, was it? Yeah, yeah. Uh yes. Yeah, that that's definitely true. Um that was a very similar shot. <laughs> I do not um, know. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. And then uh, so Lynn goes home and finds out she's being controlled by the Dalek. Um, pretty terrifying. And uh, for me, it wouldn't be terrifying, just be normal, sort of. It's normal. How's that? I get dark, so. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. It's normal having a dike on my back. What is Mitch and Lynn? You got it. Very good. I checked. I'm oh, cool. Thanks. Awesome. <laughs> I remember nice. names. <laughs> um, great. So, um, and then kind of what happens? I guess just some some plot starts happening, and they're like. The doctor and them go to Graham's house, I think. Mm-hmm. True. Break yep. And Graham and that, Aaron. Yeah, it was probably it was probably everything to Graham. And the doctor just <laughs> broke it. It's like that. Off screen. Tragic. Um, I'm going back to kind of Ryan, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, Ryan and Aaron and kind of Graham as well. So Graham has, of course, some more lovely speeches as ever. And he talks about um, Grace again, like still talking about Grace and I'm still liking it. He just is always like, what would Grace say? And Grace was must have been a real talker because she said a lot of great things. <laughs> Uh, what did you make of it? Still mentioning Grace, I haven't felt that it's been unwarranted, and they're just throwing it in. It's mm. all been sort of applicable to the situation they're in. Yeah, and I like that they've not worried about keeping it up. Like, uh, I feel like some uh, writers or showrunners might be like oh, no, no, don't mention Grace. Like She hasn't actually been seen in so many episodes. Uh, the audience won't know what we're talking about. So, um, But no, they're just trusting that <laughs> Graham can keep talking about Grace. So I like that. Um, well, I've realized <laughs> in all their research that people who watch one episode of Doctor Who or watch the whole season. So 
Yeah, probably. I hope a majority. Yeah, that's probably yeah. right. The majority. And, in, and now with um. Reason. Yeah, and so with Ryan's dad and our couple of new characters, Mitch and Lynn, in this episode. Boy, there were uh, some points where there's just a lot of people standing in the background because <laughs> uh, we've already got a lot of companions and then these new characters and they're all, they all travel in the TARDIS as well. And it's just a lot of people standing around in the background, which is okay. But I just, I worry about the wastage of some characters. <laughs> Did you notice that? Yes, I noticed it, but um, in terms of the wastage of characters, I very much doubt it for this episode because I thought everyone got a good amount of screen time and their story and all of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They all certainly got something to do, which is nice. I like how just increasingly it seems like the Doctor and Yaz are just the best friends. Like, they're all companions who get along, but the Doctor and Yaz, they're... The biggest friends. <laughs> they seem to chat the most. Lord, there is the great team of Khan and yeah. Sorry, what was that last thing you just said? You broke up. Something. Ryan, yes, Khan and Sinclair. Ah, uh, yes, yes, indeed. Um, so then there's a, basically a lot of Doctor chasing this Dalek. Um. And and the Dalek does manage to slowly in the TARDIS. Okay. It's all in the TARDIS the chasing. Yeah, a fair and bit of TARDIS tracking. TARDIS had so many things. Abilities. Yep. <laughs> That's right. Hacking into all the CCTV cool. and everything. Remember doing that before? And, um, the hologram projection of the enemy. Oh yes, that was cool. And, yeah, it was very cool. But once again, I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah. If the TARDIS yeah, I really is like capable that. of all this, why not just in the TARDIS twenty four seven? True. <laughs> why ever leave? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, some cool stuff. And then, uh, the Dalek does manage to start piecing together its armor. I like how it gets the weapon first and then it, uh, then it finds some armor and starts building it a bit like the doctor's sonic screwdriver, just piecing it together. Um, um indeed, mind me of a lot of that. And even the, um, sort of sh shed where it made it was similar to the one we saw in episode one as well. Yeah, I did wonder if it was like the same location that they shot at. <laughs> it could have been. Um, and I like how, yeah, it's a cool reintroduction of the Daleks, just starting from very little, starting from not knowing that they're there, then just the tentacle creature, then slowly adding the weapon and the armor. It was a cool build-up. Um, when it does appear in its armor, what did you think of the look? Um, well, I must say I really liked it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think it really suits the dialect of that. Um, that sort of grungy, dirty look. Mm. Yeah, and it had this kind of thin at the middle with kind of bits missing a little bit, it looks like. And it's a yeah, bit, um, exposed and rushed a rush job in a way. But anyway, what did yeah. you think? I agree. Yeah, I thought it was, uh, Probably the scariest new design in a while. You know, certainly beats out the Power Ranger Daleks. Um, which, uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> better than those, even though they had a certain charm. Um, yeah, this was, was bright colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this was a scary shell. Um, and and cool to see this doctor up against a Dalek. Like, there's nothing to bring out the doctor's like cool heroic personality, like uh, like facing down a Dalek. And um, I thought in this episode, the doctor got really doctory in a way that we're kind of used to from previous seasons. Heroic speeches and kind of uh, confidence and stuff like that. Yeah, did you enjoy that? Didn't enjoy enjoy that. But um, there it's not really different on the, from from well, so yeah, yeah, sort of yeah, similar to what I'd expect the doctor to do in that situation. Yeah, true. Yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Um, and then we see what the Dalek with its armor can do um in a new way but the armor bit mm-hmm. there's no plunger ah, the i didn't notice that this time yeah. i had the core yeah. right interesting yeah i didn't notice that at all that's a good point. No plunger. Oh dear. What's it going to do when it. Improvement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how's, it's gonna, how's it going to suck people's faces off, though? Oh, well. well. I thought it could just grab people's faces. I mean, five yeah. holes in is more impressive than just a body lying on the ground. True. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Um, yeah, then it fights the army and just takes them all out pretty easily. <laughs> uh, I assume you rather enjoyed this scene. Yes. <laughs> just the army standing there as though, as though they can beat the Dalek and they have yeah. no idea. <laughs> and yeah. I love the shots from above. That we saw the bird's eye view, just mm-hmm. the um, them all standing there around the semicircle around the Dalek, and then we see that same shot later, and there's just smoke clouds, and there's no one standing. Yeah, no. Since that first Dalek episode in season one, has have we seen like one Dalek 
take out so many people like so methodically <laughs> and it's uh like in that episode of um I think you maybe broke up a bit at the end there. Um... Well, I was saying just like in that season one episode of Flies. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Showing off all the abilities one by one. Yeah. Um, we really... Uh, yeah. It's probably really likely we'll get more Daleks in the next season, I think, now that they've kind of reintroduced it all from the ground up like this. It's, uh, yeah, I don't think they'll want to let all this design work go. <laughs> um, oh, but I'm like, how are they going to do it next time? Because mm. they one back. And, I mean, well, that's what I was thinking. It's a lone ranger pretty much. So it was by itself. Yeah. And it didn't really call anyone. It didn't really well, call for reinforcements. It didn't have reinforcements. Yeah, it didn't manage to yet. But that's what I was wondering. Did I... I forget if I missed something at the end of the episode, but those two other hidden objects around the world, were they also... Was that two other Daleks or...? Oh, so those... So there was one Dalek. And then right. at the start of the episode, they cut that one Dalek up into three pieces. Right. Those three pieces are then individually transported around the world to remote locations and buried and protected. Um, which I must say, how on earth do you get someone to take something for decades for for yeah for <laughs> millennium I think it was um yeah, long job yeah, exactly but they were um and then the one they found in the um tunnel in the sewers was um the one that didn't get buried and guarded Right. So what were the other ones, though? Well, when it was put under the ultraviolet rays, it called the other bases to the main one in Sheffield. Uh, and were the other See, pieces Daleks, or were they the armor and stuff? No, they were the... Same one. Yes. Right. And did we see them, like, fly over or something? I totally missed this bit. <laughs> well, we saw them um, disappear right at the start. So uh, when the others are um, digging frantically, and then we see the package, and then the package disappears. Uh, like, teleported over. That's lucky. <laughs> I mean that that's such cool skill that if your arm yeah. gets chopped off and sent to India I can call it back. Right. <laughs> that's very cool. 
I wish I had that skill like with my phone or something. Um, it'd be very that would useful. would be very, very, very cool. <laughs> um, nice. So the Dalek kills lots of people and then is working to to call the whole like Dalek army. And oh, actually, that reminds me. Um, so it answers our question we had a few episodes back, or actually in the last episode, um, of how much people on Earth actually know about all of this since they've been invaded by Daleks and other aliens so many times. It seems like it's basically, yeah, pretty much just reset. They don't, no one knows who the Daleks are or anything like that. Is that right? I would assume so. And one of the um, funniest, yeah, the funniest scenes I, um, I thought was um the one where the doctor calls up unit. Oh, <laughs> yes, that's right. Asking for Kate Stewart, and oh, poor unit has been just shut down. Um, yeah, and that um. Was in charge of Broden. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, th- and that was fun about this episode. How it, it, did, yeah. it certainly felt like an event episode that they're like trying to call in the uh, the old teams and stuff. But uh, even if it doesn't work, they tried. They tried, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and then they work out the microwave oven to stop the Dalek. Classic. Yeah. Well, I think Franz's dad is, well, he's an engineer, so he's much um, more keyed into this sort of thing. Mm. I think being part of the Tardis gang team fam would be, would be good for him, in a way. Hmm, yeah. Yeah, funny that he chose not to come along. Hmm. Um, I've just remembered the music as well. I want to point out just with the music, um, which was like pretty bombastic this episode, which I enjoyed. But um, it's funny, like the music for kind of the Dalek was like, it featured like a really like cool drum rhythm um that at first i was like oh maybe that's too cool but no i i came to love it it's just kind of it was pretty cool over the top doctor who like music um and (laughs) a really cool beat for a dalek um did you enjoy that um i didn't notice it too much um, that's probably a good sign yeah exactly hmm (laughs) uh then we've got this whole very kind of strange final little piece of action um which i I, i'm not sure i really liked much but it was okay so the dalek grabs onto um ryan's dad we skipped ahead i just in the um metal oval thing where they put the Oven on the Dalek. Mm-hmm. I was thinking they're all trying to tackle the Dalek. 
That's a bit weird. <laughs> that was a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and when they do, when that kind of thing happens, you very quickly lose fear of the Dalek. Like it just looks pathetic yes. if people can just run around it. Um. <laughs> run around it and then like hug it, basically. And um, yeah. I mean, I thought it would have had some sort of force field mm. or some electric current running through the metal that would be give us a spark or a something. So it's like at the end of season four when uh, when there's lots of companions as well, and they're just uh, oh, they just they just start kicking the Daleks around and just shove them this way, and yeah. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, and then right, what, what yeah. did you think? It does so it's melted down, and then it grabs onto Ryan's side. Mm-hmm. And what did you think of uh, this whole last piece where they go up in the TARDIS and uh, just try and vacuum it into space? that whole dialogue between Brian and Ryan start again I thought that was nice I think you cut off uh, just say that last bit again dialogue between Ryan and Ryan start so mm-hmm. which always yeah nice. yep yeah indeed um, and it was Fairly cool, like image of like, uh, yeah, the them kind of hanging on and the Dalek falling into sp- space. Um, though that was like a a pretty s- simple plan. Like the Dalek should have seen that coming. Of course, the Doctor doesn't take you where you want to go. Um, oh, sorry, say that one more time too. <laughs> I don't think the Dalek saw it coming. Dalek doesn't know that the fleet has been destroyed, so. Hmm. Yep, fair enough. Poor Daleks. They always, see, that's the sad thing about Daleks, isn't it? They always lose. No one talks about that. The Doctor always wins and the Daleks always lose. It's, it's really actually not fair. Oh, well. Um, and then the episode wraps up, I suppose, all nice, happy times. Um, anything to comment about that? Um, not really, other than I don't think we've seen the end of Ryan's dad. Hmm. Yep, fair call. I'd I'd like to see more of him. That'd be good. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And in all, I just found this a really solid, fun episode, the likes of which we haven't had this whole season. Like, just there's something so classic and just relaxing about a solid episode with a Dalek just trying to take over the Earth, don't you think? Yes. Certainly reminded me more of a... um, It was a really good um, final episode. um, Yeah. Yeah. A New Year's episode. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, a much more climactic than the last episode, really. Um, and maybe not as bold or interesting as a lot of other episodes this season in some ways, but kind of more solid and classic and just really enjoyable, I thought. Um, I think any time you have the darks, you need um, the... You have automatically the familiar art, familiar, your familiar <laughs> I think the that dialogue is so familiar. Um, Any time <laughs> yeah. you have them in an episode, it'll always call back old feel, old feelings, and feel like a classic Doctor Who episode. Yeah, very true. Uh, um, great. So, any final thoughts on this episode before we do a little bit of, bit of other business? Um, not really. I don't think there was anything there, but I did want to mention that um, it's New Year's Day, and the Wi-Fi is down. Rough. What are they gonna do? It's very rough. Very rough, indeed. That's that's the that's the primary horror in this episode. Looks at at the same time, I'm a Dalek in a way, and I would do that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're conflicted. Yeah. All right. So okay. since that has been, since we've basically had a season, um. We are now we going to have season plus one or mm -hmm. season, season of 11. Um, I don't know. Both. Neither. Everything. Um, good. Sorted that out. Uh, so we're going to have a quick little talk about our favorite episodes of the season. So I'm, I'm hoping we're both going to be able to gun to our head, put our feet down, mix metaphors, and pick a favorite episode each from the season. Um, is this going to be a hard challenge for you or not? Oh, yes and no. Because for me, there were two, there were two standouts. Mm -hmm. um, but I thought they were all really good in ways just someone as enjoyable for me as others yeah yeah i um well i was telling you just before we started recording as well that i um i've given each episode a rating out of 10 and i i realized they're all like just six seven eight over and over again um so they're all like really close i rated them all like six seven and eight out of ten um just going round and round so I think I agree. There wasn't really a a really bad episode in this series. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, pretty... there wasn't a yeah. There wasn't like a um puts everything else in its shadow. Yeah, there wasn't like a heaven sent or um something like that. Um, but really consistent quality um overall. Which I do actually enjoy over the 
being great one week and average the next. Sure, yeah. Yeah, nice. Um, so, shall we... Uh, so, so, for that, I actually, yeah, I'm, I found it pretty hard to choose my favourite uh, from maybe three. I've got, like, three that I was choosing between, three or four. Found it really hard, but I think I'm coming down on one, which is a surprise to me, actually. Um, it's not the one that I thought I would pick as my favourite, but it's the one I'm apparently choosing. So, anyway, shall we... Uh, who wants to go first? <laughs> um, I'll go first, but right. like you, I've got two that are really good and I can't really decide between them, but... I think I'm going to go with one. All right. So I think, wait, one. You don't mean episode one, do you? No, not episode one, but one of the tours. <laughs> right. I, I think we should be allowed to say our favorite and one runner-up. Okay. All right. Oops. So um, can we, let's make this exciting. Say your runner-up first. Is that okay? Okay, my runner-up was episode six, Demons of Punjab. Oh, very good. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Certainly. What was your um, runner-up? Uh, okay, my runner-up is episode six, Demons of the Punjab. <laughs> Yeah, same. That'll be my runner-up as well. Although it's so tough, I don't know. Oh, well, yeah. go with that. It's a really good and, episode. Um, yeah, my favourite episode, um, I'm going to have to say episode three, Rosa. Aha, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't argue with that. Like, that's another one that was really close for me. Um, and just such a good episode. And you're making, you're making me really worry about my choices, basically. But... Uh, what, what was your favourite? Um... All right. Uh, I'm just... Um, I'm feeling bad about not picking resolution for one of mine because it was really close for me as well. But, oh, well, my favourite, I'm going for episode nine, It Takes You Away. Oh, um, good, yes. Which, yeah, just on every level actually really worked for me. And um, I probably would have put It Takes You Away about third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what's weird? Oh, right. So episode, episode seven, Kablam. It um like when I rated these, I I gave it seven out of ten, so a bit lower, a bit like middle of the road. But um for some reason just in my head, when I think back to it, I'm like, there's something I really like about that one. Like it stands out still in my head. And I something about Kablam. It might be my third or fourth or something. Yeah. I feel same. Yeah, and I didn't really like it straight away, but it does, it's memorable. Mm, yeah, and it's got a, a really kind of full-on ending. 
mm. like Serenorak help. So Serenorak Blam I wasn't um straight away intrigued by. But mm. they sort of hold the test for so Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. better to have this sort of debate than have a debate where there's five or six really bad episodes and like three or four that are good. Mm. Yeah, I wonder how many bad episodes one exceptional one is worth and what the balance is there. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, well, so I believe now it's going to be like a year's wait until more Doctor Who. Because um, the next thing we get might be next year's holiday special, whether they do Christmas or New Year's. And um, and then the next season will be after that. So oh, we're in for a long wait. Long, long wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's unfortunate, but it'll like probably fly by. Yeah, episode as well. Yeah, we could even do like, um, you know, there's a lot of things we could actually do. We could do like a an old season rewatch um, and uh, talk about that. Um, could. Well, my week just chooses season. Like, have we have we talked about season one enough? <laughs> Yeah, that's right. We could go to an old season like that. <laughs> we could even go classics. Cool. Or we could even... Uh, I've been meaning to um, lis listen to some some of the big Finnish audiobooks, which uh, a friend has been telling me more and more about, and I'm like, I feel bad that I haven't really listened to much of that. So, um, yeah, I want to kind of delve into some of those some more because they sound good. Have you done much Big Finish or anything? Oh, I've seen a couple of classic episodes, but not mm -hmm. much classic and not really any audiobooks either. Hmm. So maybe we'll have to work out some way of, um, you know, picking some of the greatest classics or Big Finishes and... Um... Yeah, having a look at those and a chat about those. Yeah. An idea to fill 2019. Yes. Um, and by the way, um, I don't mind mentioning it on this podcast, um, but I'm going to mention another podcast. Um, I just love this, this other Australian Doctor Who podcast called The Episodes of Death. Have I mentioned this to you before? You've mentioned something, but um, yes, I is that the one where they take a really bad episode that someone likes and then talk it through? That's exactly it, yeah. So each episode they have on a guest to talk about an episode that generally audiences seem to have hated, and there's a lot of Doctor Who that audiences just. Uh, dislike that's kind of the fun thing about Doctor Who but this guest kind of defends it and says why they they kind of like it um, and I feel like that really just captures the spirit of Doctor Who is kind of uh, yeah. talking about what's great in a terrible episode um, it felt um, pretty personal to me as well 
Because mm, they weren't yep. just Well, this shot is very good. They were saying, well, at the time I was feeling quite sad and just struck a chord with me emotionally. Yeah, absolutely. And it actually um turned me round on, uh, what was the episode? The Doctor, the Widow and the Wardrobe, or I think it was oh. that one, um, which I initially didn't yeah. like, but um, gave it a reconsider because of episodes of death. And yeah, I'll enjoy that episode. Um, so yeah, I definitely There's recommend checking out that podcast. We could do that sort of thing with there are yeah. ones <laughs> you love and I don't. That's definitely true. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So we'll work something out. Um, but in the meantime, thank you for listening to another season of A Bad Case of Loving Who. Um, I've been Thomas. He's been Chris. Um, that's just who we are for the podcast. As soon as it, as it ends, we become someone else. Uh, see you in like indeed <laughs> um, we'll, we'll chat to you all in less than a year because we'll work something out um, here to play us out is Murray Gold's Dalek theme for very for fairly obvious reasons uh, subscribe to A Bad Case of Loving Who on iTunes or any other podcast app YouTube as well, Spotify and Pocket Casts and that is it for now. The final word or words or sentences or I don't know what he is ever going to say will be coming to you from Chris. Well, not to me. Um, I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. Um, should we call the TARDIS team crew fan game whatever they are should we call them a collection.